Welcome to the Throughline Podcast. I'm Margo McGuire. And I'm Andy Ortiz. And you'll be listening to a podcast about Silent Spring. You're probably wondering what Silent Spring was. Silent Spring was a book written by Rachel Carson that ignited the environmental movement. It had a huge impact and influence and just raised awareness about pesticides and how harmful they can be to American citizens. It also showed what happens with these pesticides. It shows how the DDT enters the environment and how it affects humans and animals and how it affects the plants that we ultimately consume. We've said some terms like the DDT and Rachel Carson. So you're probably wondering who Rachel Carson is and what the DDT is. So Margo, can you explain to them who Rachel Carson was? Yes. So Rachel Carson was a marine biologist, author, conservation activist, and most importantly, the mother of the environmental movement. She wrote one of the most important and influential books in the modern environmental movement. She raised awareness about pesticides and pushed to have DDT banned which Andy will later get into. She was born in 1907 in Springfield, Philadelphia, and was educated at Johns Hopkins University and Chatham University. She passed away in 1964, but her efforts and legacy lived on. So now that everybody knows who Rachel Carson was, why don't we have Andy explain what DDT was? DDT is a chemical compound that I cannot pronounce, and it was also a pesticide company that was used by American farmers for many decades for pest control. DDT was also used to control malaria, typhus, body lice, and the bubonic plague, which is also the black plague. DDT has shown to cause chronic effects on the nervous systems, the liver, the kidneys, and the immune system. It also causes chromosomal damage, which leads to troubles in pregnancy, and if you're pregnant, the unborn baby. DDT is a toxic chemical that can compromise all those who come into contact with it. Several hazardous waste sites, including the Superfund sites, which are the sites in the United States that have all of the hazardous waste, contain DDT and can act as a source of the exposure. It's insoluble in water, which causes major problems to the aquatic life of Earth. You know what's even worse is that DDT causes birth defects and it affects fertility and DDT can can spread from mother to placenta so then it goes into the babies and that can cause incomplete or deformed reproductive systems reduced fertility impaired mental development learning difficulties and hyperactivity clear cell cancer and compromised immune systems after hearing all of those effects and the damage DDT can cause, I can totally see why Rachel Carson fought so hard to have it banned. So with the book coming out, reactions from the public were very strong. People questioned Rachel's sanity and believed that famine and disease would happen when chemical pesticides became banned. Yeah, and in to- on top of that, the American Cyanamide, it's a pharmaceutical company and they responded not very nicely to this book. They were saying that they would return back to the dark ages if they followed uh, what Rachel Carson said. And on top of that, they even put out like a parody of A Fable for Tomorrow, which is the chapter we talked about. 
and it was called the desolate year and so then that led to a public debate of whether pesticides were dangerous or if it was like or if they should get rid of them entirely or if they should just keep them entirely right so even though this book was so powerful and influential and it even birthed the um environmental movement still came with a very powerful response from the public and definitely not a positive response so from what we said before you can see that the corporations were the ones that responded pretty negatively to this book and they showed this type of that they wanted to keep their money and they would kind of exploit that into saying like that they would return back to the dark ages without their pesticides and even though the pesticides controlled pests it's harmed people and animals in the process so then this like kind of birthed this whole idea of like who speaks and why like why should we why should we be listening to these big corporations if it's affecting the public right and i think that that's the connection between um this book and the idea of america it's questioning who is the people and who really speaks for the people um it's not always people speaking and fighting for themselves um and that's something that we learned while researching this in silent spring rachel asked the idea of who speaks and why and so when she asked this question we had to really think about who is who and this also connects to we the people which is in the united states constitution and we had to think about who is we so we the people connects to silent spring because she challenges the meaning of people in we the people she challenges is it the big corporations and the government with a lot of power and money or is it the small voices with a lot of passion who care about science and the preservation of the earth and the and health this book shows the idea that different people thinking about different about how the government can can do crazy things and how big corporations have the the power it shows that these small voices can also make the change and you don't have to have all the money and power in the world and she she questions this idea of we and she expands it not only to the big corporations and the government but she expands we to the small people with a lot of passion right so expanding on that she brings up the question of who is we and will it be the big corporations speaking for america will it be the government making those decisions or will it be the individual voices with passion and care for the environmental um movement and science another relationship between her book and the idea of america is justice justice is a tricky concept because everybody has their own idea of it in this case we see justice because even though she was questioned and people were wondering you know is she sane and how is her state of well-being she still fought and strived to make a change because she knew that ddt and um and pesticides were damaging people's lives and could make a huge impact in the future she thought about people's well-being and livelihood instead of money and power there's a really famous chapter in silent spring and it's called a fable for tomorrow and in this chapter rachel carson depicts a city where there is no life because of the ddt pesticides at the beginning of the chapter rachel carson writes about a lively town where everyone is living in harmony with the earth around them 
people are cropping very nicely people are happy and there are a lot of animals as time goes by people start getting sick people start dying birds start leaving animals start dying and animals cannot reproduce and effectively the crops start dying and so at the end of this chapter she shows a city that is lifeless without anything not because of natural causes but because of the ddt pesticides this chapter really shows everyone what ddt can do Cho Carson left a legacy not only when she was living, but also when she died. A government expert on natural resources said following her death, there is no question that Silent Spring prompted the federal government to take action against water and air pollution, as well as against the misuse of pesticides. Rachel's effort made a huge impact on the modern day scientific environmental movement. She prompted the federal government to take action and that led to the creation of the EPA and the ban on DDT. Rachel Carson's book, A Silent Spring, is influential to the whole entire world and it also is specifically American because it challenges the idea of who is we and we the people, it challenges the government and who speaks, and it also gives some voice to the people that are passionate but don't have as much power as other people. Thank you for listening to the Throughline podcast, this week's specific episode on Silent Spring and Rachel Carson. We hope you understand how influential she was and how her book made a huge impact. And we hope you understand the relationship between the idea of America and Silent Spring. Thank you. Thank you.